0: Joe, I'll tell you why this first half has been awfully impressive. and he has looked as comfortable as I've ever seen him in the pocket this.
1: What is love? And max with ginseng and more caffeine
0: Stop it! what is love baby don't hurt me don't hurt me no more i'm gonna steal this ipad real quick calvary students oh this is not my ipad sorry this is ivan's ipad i'm gonna steal somebody else's ipad wait where's oh it's over here just kidding Calvary students, I hope you're enjoying, as I walk around, I um, hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. Not sure. We'll that, if you don't know, that, that was a commercial from like 2008, which was like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. I'm old as heck. That was 14 years ago. Hey, 14 years ago, that commercial came out. Uh, it's a Pepsi Max commercial. Uh, congratulations to the Rams. If you were for the Rams, great. If you weren't, sorry. And then how about those Mavs beating beating the heat? Anyway, sorry. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Now, if, if you were here for girls' night, I hope you enjoyed that. It was really awesome this past Saturday. We had uh, like 20-plus ladies uh, and then also some guys and guy leaders, uh, some middle school, high school dudes and girl leaders uh, help out in that. Thank you so much. And, and it was so cool to see Kira up here share about love and what true love, the, the, true, the truths truths the truths of love and the lies of love that we so often talk about or are thrown at us and, and every day, and especially now in this season of love and Valentine's and all that stuff. And, and today we're starting a new series about love, believe it or not, but specifically about God's love. And the question that we're asking is, will God still love me if... And you can fill in that blank in a specific way that you may have in your own personal life. Will God still love me if this? Will God still love me if that? Will God still love me if I don't think this way or that way? What What is love? And so really quick, I want to ask you, feel free to answer, what, what is it that you love? What, what do you love? Football, okay. Somebody says, I love football. Me too. What else? What, what do you love? Me, thank you for that. <laughs> I didn't say who, but what do you love? I'm not a what, I'm a who. No, I'm just kidding. What do you love? Anybody else? Work. You love work. Awesome, dude. That's a lot, a lot of people love work. <laughs> so I'm glad you love work. Anybody else? What do you love? Money. Food, money, okay? Okay, yeah. So we obviously we love things, right? I love basketball, I love football. I love my Dallas Cowboys. There's this sense of, man, I just I just love them. <laughs> yeah, praise God for the Cowboys. I, I love them, right? There's that, that's, that's a specific type of love. What, what do I love? But then my next question is, who was your first love? Who? Who was your first love? Maybe for some of you, it was Justin Bieber. Is that, still, is, is that, is that too old? just who, Who's another? Who's, who are the, the, the guys that, that the teenagers like nowadays? Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Maybe somebody was Harry Styles. Maybe for some of the fellas, it was Selena Gomez. No? Maybe it was... uh, Who's another lady? I don't know know any younger ladies, because that'd that'd be weird of me to know that. (laughs) But for me, right, it was... For me, I'll tell you right now, it was Vanessa Hudgens. That was my first love, Vanessa Hudgens. She, if you don't know, if you know what High School Musical is, probably the greatest movie that ever came out of Disney. Okay. And Vanessa Hudgens was just, it was Gabriella. And I said, I'm going to find my Gabriella one of these days. Like, we're going to sing together in a musical and everything, right? But there's a different type of love, right? Who was your first love? The person that you really just loved. But then my next question is who were the first people to love you? Who were the first people to love me? Who loved me first? Yeah, somebody say parents, right? Yeah, of course, 100%. God loved you before you were even born, but, but specifically in this world, who, who loved me first? And for me, yeah, it, w- it was my parents. They, they loved me unconditionally. They, they had me and they said, I'm going to love this child. But in a specific way, not necessarily in the way that I perceive, right? It's not in the same way that I love the Dallas Cowboys. It's not in the same way that I loved uh, Vanessa Hudgens, right? Or Selena Gomez, or for you, whatever uh, ladies you like, Justin Bieber, whoever it was, Harry Styles. It wasn't that kind of love. It was, it was a different kind of love. My parents, how do they love me? Well, they sacrificed. They loved through paying for the bills, through giving me a roof, through feeding me, through buying me clothes, right? They didn't have to do that. But they loved me. They, they loved me to... To, through, through protecting me from saying no to things that knew would hurt me. No, don't touch that. And you think, ah, oh, why are you hitting me, mom? Well, because you're going to burn your hand off if you touch that fire. Don't touch that. But you don't think about that, right? But, but they were the first people to love me in a way that I didn't really understand love looked like. And then I look at my parents, and they were the first marriage that I saw of what love looked like too. my mom. Waking up at four in the morning for my dad, cooking him breakfast so that he could go to work. My dad coming home late, helping my mom with things around the house, waking up early on a Saturday morning, annoying me with his music in the garage as he cleaned his cars or he'd mow the lawn every Saturday morning. Oh my gosh, like, why are you up at 6 a.m.? Dad, I'm trying to sleep, right? That's how they loved me. There are so many different types of love. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me, right? But there's so many different types of love that we look at, but there's one love that it's above them all. And one of the best examples that we see in scripture is in a story in the book of Hosea. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask that we be mature tonight. That we would listen to the story and understand what it is that we're trying to talk about. Because we may talk about some things that you have no idea what they are or what, what they look like or how they function. But at the same time, I believe you're old enough to... To talk about the story, talk about what love to the world looks like on a different level. First of all, Hosea was a prophet. Okay, if you don't know what a prophet is, it's someone who had a great relationship with God, someone who was well known, respected, right? He gets Tasks from the Lord. He he prays to the Lord and people come to him and find out, hey, what's God saying nowadays, (laughs) right? What is God telling you, Hosea? What's God telling to to, to our people or whatnot? Hosea was a man to be respected. Very popular. He was a prophet. And prophets are to be respected and revered. And one day, he gets a task from God and he says, Hosea, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go and find a woman, and marry her, but not just any woman. I want you to go marry a prostitute. Go marry a prostitute. If you don't know what a prostitute is, let me educate you really quick. A prostitute is simply someone who sells their body, right? someone who uh, sells their, their sexual acts to people for money. Back then, there were prostitutes. Today, we still have prostitutes, right? And they believe in their mind that the best way to get money is to sleep with those that will pay for it. They will give their bodies up. And God is telling Hosea to go and marry this prostitute. you can imagine Hosea's shock. Wait, wait, God, wait a minute. You're, you're, you want me to marry someone? You want me to have a wife and have children with someone who's already slept with maybe hundreds to thousands of men for money? Like, like, that's what you want me to do. And God doesn't really explain anything to him. He just says, go do it. I mean, what would we do? I can tell you right now, it'd be really hard for me to do that if I was in Hosea's shoes. Go and marry, God, but I'm a prophet. You've you've chosen me to to be a beacon of hope, right? To to, to speak to the people for you, God. Like, you're going to speak through me. Go and marry a prostitute. So Hosea goes. Hosea goes and he marries a prostitute. He obeys. Okay? And for a while, things are going okay, right? He has a son, right? And by the way, the, the name of the wife is Gomer, That's the name, Gomer. Hosea marries a prostitute named Gomer. And for a while, it's okay. They have a kid, then they have a daughter, and they have another kid. Things seem to be going okay. No issues. But then one day, Gomer is nowhere to be found. Hosea looks in in the shower. She's not there. He looks in the kids' rooms. Nope. Looks in the kitchen. No, she's, she's not doing anything. Looks in the garage. She's not there in the backyard. Nowhere. Right? She, he's looking everywhere around the house. And she's, she's nowhere to be found. And so she's gone. And now Hosea is a single dad with three kids. After obeying to God to marry a prostitute. And you can just imagine the pain that, I mean, he must have had. I mean, the next three nights must have been filled with with tears, with frustration, crying out to God, why is this happening? I don't understand. You told me to marry a prostitute. I did. We have kids, and now she's leaving me? And where is she? Where is she, God? And God tells him, Jose, this is what I want you to do. He commands him, and he says, go and find her again. And marry her again. What? What? She's out there doing the same stuff. God, why do you want me to go find her again? No, go and find her again. Hosea chapter three, verse one says this. The Lord said to me, go show your, show your love to your wife again. Though she is loved by another man and is an adulteress, love her as the Lord loves the Israelites. Though they turn to other gods and love the sacrifice uh, raisin cakes. In other words... Go, go marry here again. And, and if you don't know, in this culture right now, Hosea is in a culture where everything is going well, things are prosperous, everything is clicking on the right uh, buttons. And, and love is a major theme within the Israelites. But the thing is that they have three specific ways that they view love. Number one, they think that love can be purchased, hence, the brothels and, and prostitutes love can be purchased. Number two, they think that love is the pursuit of self gratification. That love is looking for things that are going to satisfy me in every way that that I would want to be satisfied. And then number three, love is found in materialistic things. This is the culture that they live in. Does that sound familiar to you? It's the culture that we live in. Love can be bought through a screen. Through a subscription. Love can be bought through a Discord chat. Love can be bought through Instagram. Love can be bought through having the best shoes, best clothes, best car. This is love. I love things. They don't love you back though. (laughs) You can buy anything you want. You can talk to any person you want online or whatever. But that's not love. At least that's not what God says love is. And if God says what love is not, then that's the truth. Because God is the embodiment of love. God is love. And so what does he say? He says, I'm going to go down to the earth and show the people, this, these humans, what true love looks like. That's what I'm going to do. Go and find her. He says to Hosea. And Hosea says, you, Okay. Now, imagine the place that he has to go and look for her. It's probably not the nicest part of town. And so he's walking around, finding, looking for his wife. He's in that part of the town, the ugly part of town where obviously things are, are not going well. Things where bad things happen. Imagine having to go up to a person and saying, "Hey, uh, have, have you seen my wife lately?" Oh man, um, no, no, I, I, I haven't seen her, man. I'm sorry, I didn't know that she was back in the game. I, 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 I haven't seen her in a few years, you know. Okay, no, no, that's fine. He keeps walking. Hey, hey, man, this. This is weird of me to ask of you. Um, Again, this is a prophet, guys. And he's (laughs) a man that's supposed to be used by God to talk to the people. And he's in this part of town looking for his wife, asking another man, Hey, have have you paid to see my wife recently? The embarrassment... The pain. Oh man, you I thought I thought you was done. I thought you guys weren't like a couple anymore. I saw her like last night, like like she was like two blocks down. Okay. And finally he he keeps walking and he finds her. And where is she? She's on the selling block, being sold again. Standing right there in front of men, wanting to pay to sleep with her. Hosea goes, hey, hey, that, that's my wife. Hey, that's my wife. And Gomer's probably there just like, oh my gosh. My, I, didn't, I, would, I would never expect my, my husband to come and look for me here because he's not that kind of guy. He wouldn't be in these type of places. And now she can just imagine the embarrassment that's on, on Gomer now. And Hosea's saying, that's my wife. And the seller is saying, I don't care who she is. She's mine and she's for sale, brother. You want her, you're going to pay the price. It's going to be 15 pieces of silver, my man. But that's, that's, my, that's my wife. Like legally, we, we sign the paper and everything. It's 15 pieces of silver, my guy. Hosea takes out the money. Says, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll purchase her. But Hosea, she's already yours, man. Why are you paying for something that already belongs to you? That makes no sense. And if you think about it in the exact same way, this is the gospel, in the beautiful story of a husband that's already ha- that the wife already belongs to him, yet he's willing to pay for her. If you don't know yet, guys, you already belong to God. The entire world belongs to him. Newsflash. Yet he sends his son to die. On the cross, you ask me who was the first person to love me? It was Jesus. That's who. And not in this this parental type of way or relationship type of way. No, in a holy way. There's such a thing as holy love. Righteous love. Love that is rooted in things that we couldn't even understand. The scandal of grace. That he would die in my place so that we would live again. That is why that song is written. Because it's scandalous to think that God would have to purchase the things that already belong to him. It makes no sense. But yet he does it out of love. Psalms 139-13-16 through, 13 through 16 says, For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was formed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. He knew the way your eyes were going to look before you came out. He knows how you're going to look at the end of your life. Already. My parents didn't know that. They were hoping I was going to look like, you know, one of them. They were hoping, you know, I was going to be a certain thing. Well, God already knows all of that because we belong to him already. And so what's the, what's the big idea of this? Is that Jesus offers us forgiveness when we miss the mark or overstep boundaries. And there are three things very quickly that I'm going to share with you is that God still loves you. Will God still love me? Yes, he will. God still loves you because when he created you, he created you in the same way that we celebrate the beauty of a baby being born. The joy of that, the love that's just naturally given I can't imagine how I'm going to feel the day that my first kid is is born hopefully many years from now I'm not ready but the idea of being able to hold him or her and know this was created by a God who loves him or her before I could even lay hands on her God still loves you because he continues to pursue you just like Hosea No matter how many times you continue to run away, no matter how many times you continue to just ignore him, he's pursuing you right now. And number three, he still loves you because he paid the price for you even though you were already his. He paid the price for you even though you were already his. Students, there are some of you in here that wonder, will God still love me if, if, I, keep, if I keep watching what I'm watching online? Will God still love me if, if I've hurt my parents? Will God still love me if I continue to run away from him? Yes. The answer is yes, guys. It's that simple. And right now you have a moment receive his love to pray and our, I'm going to ask our leaders that can be on the on the side and, and we don't really do this that often but, but this song scandal of grace died in my place so that my soul will live all to be like Jesus that we would love like him the way that he has loved us I'm going to ask you to stand and we're going to pray really quick and we're just going to sing a small part of this song together if you need prayer I'm going to ask our leaders to be on the side to our leaders. You can pray. You can ask them anything. You can ask them to pray for you for a specific thing. Feel free just to be in the presence of the Lord right now. Let me pray. Father, I thank you so much for this evening. I pray, Jesus, that we would continue to remind ourselves that, yes, you will still love us because you created us in your image you will still love us because you continue to pursue us and you will still love us because you paid the price. So remind us, Father, of that and help us to surrender it all at your feet, Jesus. It's in the mighty name that we pray. Amen. Let's sing this together. moment. Father, we ask that as we head into our C-group times, that we would be vulnerable and ask the questions that you've placed in our heart, the questions that we have. will you still love us, God? And we know that you, you will and that you do. But I pray, Jesus, that in this time we'd be vulnerable, that we'd understand that this is a time for us to be just open with our leaders that you'd give our leaders wisdom to guide and lead father i just ultimately pray that your love would be displayed in everything in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen you may take a seat i'm so excited um, for this series we're going to hear from other people Uh, We're going to just continue to see, hear stories that God has done through the lives of of many of our leaders. Uh, Next week, we're going to have Brother Ivan. He's going to be sharing next week. So make sure you want to be here for that. It's going to be great. And uh, maybe some of these stories that you hear throughout the the next few weeks, you're going to relate to them. And the person that you can go up to is the person that's talking. So if Ivan speaks next week about something that you have also struggled with or whatever it is, man, talk to him about how God has has really just changed his life in a specific way.